<laughs> Welcome to the Mick and MG in the Morning Summer Series. The boys are taking a well-earned break, but we'll be back live on your radio and on Listener Monday, January 15th. But for now, enjoy some of the best bits from the year that was. And we've been joined live in the studio by good friend of the show. Come on, you know him, you love him. It's Merrick Watts. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Merrick. boys. Great to, hear, great to see you this morning. Great to be with you. And hello, listeners. I was listening in earlier, and I heard yep. you talking about Sydney's sexy suburbs, and my ears just oh, pricked yeah. right up. Boing. Oh, you'd, oh. Have some, you'd have some intel on this. Oh, absolutely. Well, I've been scouring for the last two decades, <laughs> just going from suburb to suburb, often from, from house to house, just asking, <laughs> is this a sexy house? And people yeah. saying, we'll call the cops if you come back. So You've been suburb crawling. Yeah, absolutely. Just like I'm on a couple of watch lists, but I do it because <laughs> because I feel like there's a benefit to the other people. I did hear, interestingly, obviously Bondi, a very attractive yeah. area. Um, sure. I mean, it's a nice place to go and visit and pay $85 to park for an hour. Yes. Um, I, I enjoy that. That's sexy. That always gets me aroused. Um, yeah. But I, I heard Tash say that the, the sexiest suburb, I know she's just outside here and there. She said that, that Mudgee is the uh, sexiest suburb. And I hate to say this, I've been there. It actually is. It's there. Really? What do you mean? They really are. Mudgy. Yeah, absolutely. Tash was just saying to me off air in the airlock, she said, don't mention this, but we actually call <laughs> ourselves the Mudge Packers. And I was like, oh, my God. Whoa, Watch out, here she comes. You can't here say she... that, Tash. You cannot say that term. And she the said, oh. I said, you've gone too far. You could never say that on radio, Tash. It's too much. And Wow. She's, she's learned another lesson. That everything she's, she says. She's out of She says a lot of things to us about. Well, she's Miss Mudgy. Did you know she was Miss Mudgy? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not hard. The other Miss Mudgy was a 65-year-old man called Noel. So <laughs> good morning to Mudgy. Good morning to Noel. Um, can I just reel off a couple of the of Sydney's unsexiest suburbs? And, sure, go. And I'm also going to put them in another group because I know people in Sydney will appreciate this, right? These are the unsexiest suburbs I can think of in Sydney. They're also yeah. good places to go to die. Um, they're God's waiting room, <laughs> a few of them. Um, let's, yes. start, let's start with Asquith. You could live in Sydney for 50 years and not even know where Asquith is because it's so easy to forget. It's just north of Hornsby and just south of death. It is just the worst, unsexiest place. Hornsby sounds sexy. It sounds horny. Yeah. Oh, no, Hornsby. See you in Hornsby. Absolutely. But go too far north. I've got a raging Hornsby. Oh, yeah. Hornsby. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But if you go a little bit further, you yeah. get to Asquith, and you kind of you have to. It's a, there's a gooch there. It's a, it's not it's not the it's not a good spot there. I'm not going to lie. St. Ives, you're, you're in that basket as well. St. You can St. have a look at yourself, St. Ives. St. 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 Ives, you can't turn on St. Ives. Oh, I can. I absolutely St. can. St. Ives. St. Ives, what did they ever do to you? Postcode oh. racism, mate. Oh, have you, you, when was the last time you went to St. Ives, MG? When you I, had, drive through it. I drive through it to go to Manly. Yeah, exactly. You drive through it. Have you stopped and had a sandwich? No. No, because you want to have a sex drive when you're older. So... <laughs> He winds the windows up like he's on safari and just drives through. (laughs) Saying Ives. Well, just in case a 65-year-old woman tries to claw him to death like an old cougar with no teeth just biting at the window. It is an unsexy suburb. If you had had to choose one suburb to live in uh, for the rest of your life because it, you know, gets you going in the downstairs department, what would it be? Fanny Bay. Oh, <laughs> Bang. Fanny Bay, I think right. that's a no-brainer, right. isn't it? All right. Tash told me to say that as well, too. She, said, she actually said to me, she said, can you please use that term on air as many times as you can and then credit me? And I said, oh, will, Tash, because you gave me that great call about Mudgy earlier, so yes. why not?
I believe that was that was her nickname at high school. Now listen, we're gonna try. <laughs> oh God! Everyone's going to be in so much trouble. Oh, have you told? Have you, have you told Mary oh, who, who you've been listening to on the radio? Who you've been listening to at home? Erasure. 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 The band. Cat, get some Erasure yeah. out. Okay. Quick spot. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Are you talking about the poor man's Toto? <laughs> no. I'm talking about the duo from uh, London who formed in 1984 and took over the world. Listen to this song. He's living on his own. This oh, is what what he's listening to at home uh, while he's while he's batching. I'm something. watching him. I'm watching Wham. I'm watching the B movie. Something's going on. Something's something's out of kilter. <laughs> Somebody like I don't know, maybe like a SWAT team needs to raid your house and get you out of there because you are on a <laughs> no, no slope raids. There. No That's, raids, please. What no was raids. that Eurasia business? What was that? When you say taking over the world, do you mean like in a COVID way? Because that was. I would rather have COVID than hear that album, and I'm not even joking when I say that. Come on, mate. No, true, true. Um, Mick, I want just want to say congratulations. I was driving in from the bra this morning, and uh, yeah, on the way the through b- traffic. Um, I noticed that you've gone through um, a, a real kind of life epoch, and I just wanted to congratulate you on going through puberty this morning. Cool. And Kyle's on the line. Cool. And Kyle's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I was like, uh, what's happened to Mick? Has somebody punched him in the guts while he's talking? Peter Brady from the Brady Bunch. This is earlier. This happened. Cool. And Kyle's on the line. Cool. Cool. Hey, I'm one of this country's most revered broadcasters. <laughs> Don't come in here. I'll sue you. Oh, Mick, don't make jokes. This is not the first time. I'm I'm deadly serious when I tell you this. I was once, um, somebody tried to sue me. Uh, I was on radio talking about people who'd gone through puberty early, right? So, you know, you've got late bloomers like myself. I'm looking forward to going through it at 49. (laughs) Um, It's pretty exciting. Um, But I went to school with a kid uh, in primary school who went through puberty in grade five, right? Now, I was talking about it on radio, and I I can't mention his name, so we'll just call him Glenn, but that's not his name. His name's Evan. And um, (laughs) and so I talked about him on air going through puberty so early that his toes had pubes in grade five. His toes, his feet, his feet had pubes, right? He had a bit of a hobbit look. Yeah, that's it. And I was laughing and laughing. I thought it was so funny. And then I got a call that day from Evan's lawyer saying he's suing you for defamation. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, look, I'm not a lawyer, but I've been through a few court systems before, Tiger. I can tell you right now, for it to be defamation, it has to be untrue. Go and have a look at Evan's toes. (laughs) They look like something you scour a pot with, mate. Seriously. (laughs) And so this guy tried to sue me because I said that he went through puberty earlier than the other kids, and he did in grade five. He had a moustache. Yeah, that was always the one one kid that was... (laughs) Ah, <laughs> oh, mate, the first kid in your class with pubes is in a bit of trouble. That's all yes. I'm saying. It's a time-honoured yes. tradition. We all know it. You're in the shower block. Look out. Yep. Uh, Thornos. Uh, I was late. Go on, I, I was on late. I, I was late. I was. How old? How old were you before you went through puberty, MJ? I'd say fifteen. That's late. Fifteen. Fifteen's late. late. I was nineteen. I was 19 yeah. when I was going through puberty. When my voice broke, like properly broke, I was about 18 and 19. I was going on dates with girls and we'd go to a bar and people thought that the girl was my carer because I was like, <laughs> I looked so young and I took, oh, my, I'd like a new zone cake, please. 
And that's how yeah. I used to talk. And I didn't. I honestly, my voice didn't properly break until I was about eighteen and nineteen. And wow. yeah, you, you are a late bloomer. That's very late blooming. I yeah. was born with a moustache. <laughs> Came out, asked the doctor for a cigarette. He slapped me. I slapped him back. I said, I said, I said "What's the rumpus?" <laughs> Came, I, uh, I breastfed. I said, "You got anything stronger?" <laughs> for a man with such a gravelly voice, when I heard this morning, when I heard you go through puberty, just one more time. Kyle, and Kyle's on the line. <laughs> Play, play that again. Play that again, and I'll get Glenn's lawyers. And we will take you to court down. and double down. How are you, mate? How, How was your Father's Day? How was Father's Day for you? I know you're you're a keen dad. You're a good dad. Yes. Yeah, one of the best in the business. Yeah, but I managed to ruin it. So I mean, there's some people. <laughs> what did you there. do? Oh, there's. I think there's a few doubters, and this happens a lot with me. Uh, is yeah. the people doubt my ability um, to ruin things? I've gone. Oh, sure. really? Watch this. Um, no, actually, I had a, I've had a pretty reasonable Father's Day at the start, but just towards the end, we're at dinner time, and I just went, oh, I, can, I, reckon I, can, I reckon I can ruin this for everybody. Yeah. So I had okay. two kids in tears. It was a fantastic. Sent them both to their rooms, banned their phones, <laughs> banned sleepovers, um, just because, uh, they, because they wouldn't watch the movie that I wanted to watch. So I had a blow-up. Which was? What was it? I wanted them to watch Big Fish. Have you seen Big Fish? It's got, um, uh, what's his name? Ewan, Ewan McGregor in it. And uh, it's about – I wanted my children to watch this film. And tell me if you think this is selfish, right? I just said, I just want to have dinner, right? I want to have some roast pork, and then I want to watch Big Fish, right? Can we do that, kids? And they've gone, yes, Dad, we can do it. It's Father's Day. Unreal. Um, And then I wanted them to watch Big Fish because it's a story about a dad's life, and he's a bit eccentric, he's a bit weird, but then he dies, and it's a real tearjerker, and it makes oh. people cry and appreciate their fathers. And I want, I want them to watch Big Fish so they can appreciate me. Right. Okay. I, want them to, I want them to cry and, and be sad and not sleep well so that they realise how great Dad is and how lucky they are to have me. And you know what Good they plan. did? They had a fight, and I blew up, and we didn't watch Big Fish. Oh. <laughs> and I went, if I'm not watching Big Fish, no one's watching anything ever again. <laughs> did, did they not want to watch Big Fish, or was it just they got distracted? They got distracted, and that was enough for yeah. me. I went, I want you to cry, and you're not crying, so I'll make you cry by removing your fines. So, oh, so they hate that. They hate that. <laughs> oh, I, uh... oh, that was not popular, MG. Oh, my God. they looked When I said phones are no longer allowed in your rooms, they have to be at the back of the house – and you're not yep. allowed to have them between a certain set of hours. They looked at me like, Dad, you have taken drugs, haven't you? And I was like, no. This is a sober decision. They'd rather chop off an arm than lose their phone. <laughs> My kids, there's nothing worse than trying to make your kids watch a movie. I said one day, uh, Lassie, we all remember the Lassie films. Oh, great. A movie oh, called yeah. Lassie, came, Lassie Comes Home. I go, oh, boys, you've got to come and watch this with me. This is fantastic. I remember from my childhood. And so they're sitting around again, and after about 20 minutes, they're going, Dad, what's happening? I said, he's going home. They go, well, how long is it going to take? <laughs> and, Two hours? And then, <laughs> Why does he go, just Come get on. an Uber? I go, it's Lassie. You know, goes, yeah, but well, what does he do? I go, yeah, what do you mean, what does he do? Well, does he turn into anything? Like, I thought Lassie was going to be a transformer or something. <laughs> The idea that we were, we were watching a dog run through the countryside with no special effects or nothing happening yeah. was just too much for them. So. It's, do you know what, though? It's in their defence, you think about it like when we were younger, Lass is like, that's pretty impressive. That's a dog sure. doing things. Now yeah. he's go, that dog's not even talking. 
Right? That's, yeah. that dog is not even talking. If, that, if it's not flying a plane or turning into a jet robot, then what is its purpose? Fair enough, kids. You're going to have another crack at a, a makeover day with the kids next weekend. Is <laughs> yeah, that right? Yeah, this weekend. I got a message on the, on the way to Triple M this morning uh, from my son who was just arriving at school. He said, hey, Dad, I feel really bad about Father's Day. Let's do a, a makeover day on, on Saturday. This Saturday we'll do what you want right. to do. And I said... Effing right, you will, mate. And I just sent that back to him because that's, that's the sort of parent I am. I should point out, too, that my son is 25. Um, <laughs> do you think, do you think uh, he sent you that text because he knew you were coming on radio <laughs> and he knew that you were probably going to talk about him? Yeah, he's just going, oh, my God, I'm going to cop it from my mates we'll at school see. again. Exactly. He's going, your dad talks about you on the radio and it's never glowing. It's never, it's never Mary, a good story. Uh, do you want to... Can... It's magpie season. It's it's oh. it's season. It's swooping season. It's my first magpie season here in Sydney. Oh, thanks for worse. thanks for the heads up, everybody. Yes. Uh, well, can, these I things can, are bonkers. Well, I can combine my two favourite things here, which is magpie season and poor parenting techniques. <laughs> right. Strap yourselves in for this one because this is a hundred percent the truth. Years ago, yeah. when my son was about, I reckon he was about two. A three, and we were on a road trip. We were driving um, across country towards uh, Broken Hill, and we're yep. taking a couple of days. We stopped off. I think it was Canada uh, after a day's driving, and uh, my missus and I went. Oh, all right, we've done enough driving today. Let's just have a couple of knockoff stubbies in the park, sure. as you do. So I we went down the local park, sat on the, the picnic. <laughs> bench and uh, had a couple of cold beers and I saw yeah. that it was magpie season. They were out, Mick. They were absolutely yeah. they, were, they were looking for prey and I went, oh, they're frisky. And I yeah. said to my son, this is no joke, I actually said to my wife, I said, watch this, right? Which is, as soon as a dad says, watch this, <laughs> trouble. just call triple zero. Don't, don't muck around. As soon as a dad says, watch this, triple zero straight away. So I, I, said, to, I said to Wolf, I said, run down to the swings down there, mate. <laughs> And uh, I bet I'm going to time you to see how quickly yeah, so timing. I'm going to see how quickly I can time you to get to those swings, knowing that these the, the death from above was lurking in the treetops. <laughs> so he's gone. He wants to impress me. Still does. And uh, so he's bolted down this little hill towards the swings, and I've seen the magpie just swoop. And I went, "This will be funny because you know he's going to get swooped by a magpie. Nothing's going to happen. It'll be fine." The magpie swoops, hits him. He goes ass over tit, lands face first on the ground. And I've gone, oh. Uh, and then he didn't oh. get up. And I've gone, oh, my God. What have I done? What have I done? MG, what have I done? It's the magpie. Don't blame me. I just told him to race to the swings. So I've yeah. gone, I've, like, it was so serious. I, I almost put down the stubby, but I went, I'll just run with it. So <laughs> it was pretty close. It was pretty close. So I've run down. I get to him. I roll him over, and he's got a peck bite on the side of his head and a yeah. stream of blood oh. coming from the side of his temple. It had pecked him so hard, it drew blood. And yeah. God, I laughed. Have you, does he realise subsequently, or are you going to tell him one day that you orchestrated that? Oh, look, I think he probably, he'll find out by the end of the day that he's become he'll, magpie. He'll know, he's magpie one of, teachers, early. one of the teachers in his school has just heard you say that. <laughs> yes. uh, just just before we go, uh, if you were a bird, which bird would you be? I'd be uh, I'd be a cockatoo. I'd You'd be a, be a cockatoo. cockatoo. Yeah, because they're, they're every, it seems like everybody loves them, but then when you spend time with them, you go, you are uh, a pest. That's me. Uh, I'd be a pelican. <laughs> like, uh, like a modern-day Mr. Percival. <laughs>
<laughs> I'd be a seagull. A seagull. They, they, they never, they never you'd be a se- seagull, one of the, you know, the one that's slightly bigger than all the other seagulls, yeah. that goes running into the pack with its back arch. Yeah. <laughs> and just scrambles everyone. Well, the, you know, the mate, se- mate, mate, mate. The seagull with one leg is go, how did you lose a leg? What <laughs> animal's taking a leg off a seagull? Why is it? Get some crutches. Foot, mate? <laughs> Get some crutches. <laughs> Meg Watts hey. is coming in hey. after a massive weekend. Oh, what was yeah. the highlight for you? Uh, falling asleep on the couch at 7.30 p.m. Yeah. That's not... Not, yeah. It's not quite my best record, but it's pretty good there. You know, having a few pretty drinks handy. nice and early, tying it on, then 7.30 just saying, sorry, guests and family, it's 7.30, I'm just going to sleep on the couch. <laughs> <That's>, don't <laughs> I think don't that, mind me. Yes, um, move around me, work around me. Boys, quickly, um, I, uh, a couple of things for the show. Number one, sure. I know that you've got the drinks uh, next Monday at the Orient. I'm afraid yes. I won't be able to attend because I did try yeah. to get a ticket and they just said, uh, you're banned. And I went, oh, yeah, but only from some <laughs> venues. And they went, no, oh, we did a check. Um, and the, we'll second thing, the second thing is the WTF. I've got a fact for you about for, for Monday that uh, your listeners can get on to. Sure. Let's do it. Would you drink beer through a straw? Yes. Well, the short answer to that is no, I would no. have thought. The first, the first attempts at drinking beer by the Sumerians about 11,000 years ago was through straws. They used oh, to yeah. drink beer through a straw. What the f- I know, right? <laughs> and we gave up the straw. And then it came back with hen's parties. They went, let's reinvent the straw to make it look like a penis. And then bang, <laughs> it was back on. So that's Mate, the evolution of drinks and paper straws. paper straws, bro. We don't need uh, plastic Not paper ones. straws. No. 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 Paper straws just get me so I would rather kill a turtle. Sorry, then drink through a paper straw. Why not kill yeah. the kill the turtle and use its shell as a straw? It's a party straw. Uh, there <laughs> yes. it is. Well, turn the shell upside down, put some margarita in it. Oh, uh, yeah. And some ice cubes, and then take the straw out of its nostril and eat it. There you go. Bang. Hey, uh, what else is happening in your world? Uh, you know, I had a pretty uh, eventful weekend, as I said yesterday. Uh, sorry, Sunday. I was uh, had a, a chill day, but I got attacked by um, uh, a, a creature. I don't know. What's the worst thing you've ever been bitten by? What do you boys like? As a, a wasp? As a wasp? Yeah, probably yeah. a wasp. A bee got bit by a bee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dog. Nothing. You been bitten dog? by a dog? I've been bitten by a dog. Yep. 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 Well, why? Have you got anything better than that? Well, I was laying out on the lawn. It was a beautiful day in Sydney on Sunday, and uh, I was just laying out in the grass at the back of the porch there and uh, enjoying myself when all of a sudden I was stung by something horrific, and I went, okay, this is obviously a funnel web. I'm laying on the ground. I've just been bitten by a funnel web. I've got minutes to live. So I gathered around all my loved ones. Where's the, the anti-venom? Quit. Yeah. I was, I was, I, we probably don't even time. We're in Maroubra. By the time we get out of here with the traffic on a Sunday, we're finished. So I may as well say my goodbye. So I did. I said, everybody, you owe me. Just remember that for the rest of your lives. I'm preparing to depart the world. And I was absolutely certain it was a funnel web spider, like legitimately, because it yeah. absolutely killed. I looked down. So season, for, season for him. That's it. And I looked down. I, I, I opened my eyes and uh, looked down, and uh, it was a moth. Oh. <laughs> I've been what the? What the? This is the worst story. This is the worst pub story when people are, you know, when people are looking at scars, how'd you get that one? A moth. How'd you get that one? You're going to say, have a look at that. I got bitten by a moth. A moth. A moth. Have they even got teeth? Have they got teeth moths? Well, they do. Vampire moths do. That's the thing. (laughs) Vampire moths. They're a real thing. Did it hurt? I killed. It absolutely killed. I looked down and I went, how's it? It's a moth. And my wife's like, it's a moth. And I went, yeah, it's a moth. And she goes, it's a moth. And I went, moths can kill. And she goes, they can't. They don't have teeth. 
they've got weird dust on their backs. And I went, no, yes. they've got <laughs> exactly. they've got kill. fangs. How much ever died from a moth bite, mate? I don't mate, think so. Do you know how sad it is that you have to get out your phone thinking you could die and having to Google whether or not moths can kill you? <laughs> Like there, there's not even a Google page that goes straight to moths can kill you because no one's ever Googled that before. <laughs> can a moth kill you? Merrick Watts has. Merrick Watts has. That'll get AI in a spin. What? <laughs> some dickhead on the line wanting to know if a moth can kill <laughs> And did it? What, what was the sensation on your skin? Like, was did it leave like a bruise or a patch or a... nothing? Very little. I was going to use another term then because there was nothing there. In fact, there was there was very little all there, and uh, it was just a small blemish. I think what had happened is that you weren't my... drinking, were you? You weren't drinking. <laughs> well, I was passed out drinking. I, I'd done the drinking earlier. That's what happens when you lay on the grass. Did it make you feel like woozy or anything? No. What I <laughs> no. <laughs> This is the saddest, saddest bit of. I'm gonna, imagine seeing this on the Wildlife Channel. You know, the Shark oh, Week, yeah, no, Moth Week, <laughs> Moth yeah, Week. Bear, bear grills be turned in his grave. 100%. When moths attack, yeah. It's like, you know, like when they have Shark Week on the Discovery Channel, and then there's a guy who's accidentally stood on a wobby gong. I'm that guy. <laughs> My dad got uh, bitten by a snake. What? Oh, quite yeah. badly. He is in Vanuatu, and he'd had a couple. And he was all heading back to his place after leaving a bar, and there was a snake which was on his doorstep. And he he goes, "Stand back, everyone! Stand back! I'll show you how an Aussie bush legend deals with this scenario." <laughs> oh, yes. So he's crouched down over the snake and gone to make you know that little pincer movement oh, where you yeah. grab it just yeah. just behind the head, the one we all do all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rendering the snake immobile. He's he's gone in. He's gone bang, and he's got it wrong end. And he's grabbing the. He's got a one inch from the end of the tail. Has the thing. He should wear the specs overs. It seems it proceeds to bite him about twenty times in a, in a frenzied attack. Uh, well and it was your right because I mean I presume it was poisonous, or at nah. least at least obviously aggressive or partially annoyed at the very was, least. <laughs> partially annoyed, I think. Yeah, it wasn't a happy camper. Oh, it was geez. no. It was no angry moth. It's all no, I'll say. no. We just uh, we just actually got a lot of people calling in uh, during that song saying Merrick's absolutely right. There is a, a vampire moth, and it's it's potentially very lethal to not one caller, not yeah, one. Yeah, not but one like, person. You know how, how you in the ocean, you'll someone will shout out shark. Yeah, and, and seaweed runs, or if you go mm. snake. Yep. I've never heard anyone go, moth! Moth! <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone runs away. It's, like... a, it's a growing trend. Give it some time. It's like TikTok. It'll catch on. Um, That'll be the, 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 next, yeah. the next movie, you know, like a Meth Gator or something. Yeah, no, Mark, no sh- like, Moth NATO. Moth NATO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these moths get caught up in a tornado <laughs> and dumped. In and the Ian Ziering's on it. Ian Ziering yeah. stars, so, and people are just covered in weird dust off their off their backs of the moths, and they try and get it. you. There you go. That's, and that's... you wake up in a cocoon with a moth. <laughs> See, that's how, at that's you. How, honestly, this is how movies are made. This is actually how movies are made, boys. <laughs> which is sad. Which is sad. Which is very sad. But, but you know what? If there was if there was a film called Moth Murder, I'd watch it. I wouldn't have yeah, to know so anything I. about it. So would I. And then you find it, you go, "Oh, Moth Murder." It must be some sort of like I don't know mystery where a the guy's Mothman a serial policy, killer. Mothman prophecies. Yeah, and I, yeah, I saw what the moth, the moth did last summer. <laughs> I watch Moth Blues. Moth Day the, the 13th. The Mothing. <laughs> <laughs>
Right, I'm frightened just thinking about it. Question without notice. I yes. believe you had an ice bath recently and it didn't go that well. Oh, yesterday I went down to uh, to Coogee Recovery. It's like a uh, – it's a lot of the footy players from uh, from the, the Chookies and the Bunnies yeah. get down there sometimes for a bit of yep. recovery. Yep. You'd be familiar yeah. with this, with MG, you know, the ice bath and, I and hot do. therapy? Yeah, certainly do. Do you give it a Great crack? Spot. I, I, I do one – I go – in Penrith there's a uh, – it's called the Recovery Hub, and um, I go there once a week. The first time I did it, I thought I was having a, a heart attack because the water was that cold, but once you get used to it, it's so good for your body. Yeah, so once you get used to a heart attack, you usually oh, you get, <laughs> it was just, it was The coldness felt like I was pushing up against my chest, but it wasn't. After after 30 seconds, I was eased into it. It was and, good. And how long do you go for, typically, MG? When you jump into an ice bath, how long do you do it for? 90 seconds. 90 seconds? Yep. Ooh, okay. How long Mine's, do you do, man? Well, it depends, right? Like if I'm just going there for a, a quick crack at it, like um, a hot, uh, hot, cold treatment, uh, I'll jump in the ice bath. It sits around about seven to eight degrees, so it's pretty cold. I'll this jump in there. Mind. I'll jump in there f- typically for about fifteen minutes at a go, and then jump out. Right? <laughs> wow. Sometimes ten minutes, but then, like yesterday, when I see Boyd Cordner walk in, and I just go, "Hang on." <laughs> Not only is he uh, a premiership player, not only was he on SAS Australia, he's, you know, in the recent edition of SAS Australia, I saw him go in and I went, oh, I should probably do 30 minutes in this time. Yes. Oh, my God. I should probably take myself to a fully hypothermic state. And then when I try to get out of the bath, my legs don't work. Oh, God. <laughs> I nearly Did he have died. To carry you? I nearly died. And then I tried to pretend that I was 100% just yeah. to impress him. He didn't even notice I was there. He didn't know who I was. I went in, I saw him in the sauna. He was just like, oh, I said, oh, how's your injuries going? He goes, yeah, good. And then, and then I think it took him about 10 minutes after I made so many. Um, references to SAS, he goes, oh, right, you must have been on it. I was like, yes. Uh, yes. Oh, what, you We've want done it. the same thing, boy. And he's like, not impressed. And I went, I nearly died in an ice bath <laughs> and you didn't even see it. You're not even impressed. I've been bitten by a moth. I've been bitten by a moth. <laughs> You've got a premiership tattoo. Oh, I was attacked by a moth on my lawn. Do you not understand how we're basically the same person? And you are. Exactly. <laughs> Twins. Peas in a pod. Hey, have, you, have you got anything to plug? Uh, just uh, moths. Uh, be careful of them. If you're out in Sydney at the moment, the, the killer ones are rampant. So be careful What's of the, the three major killers at the moment are brown snakes, obviously, uh, funnel web spiders, yes, and, and dusty moths. Well, <laughs> done. Boys, thank you for your time. I appreciate Don't the therapy. Mesa. Love it's you, buddy. Great. Catch Mick and MG in the morning. Back in 2024 on Sydney's Triple M.